Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to Goats and Dragons. The street where helpful goat gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of helpful goat gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of helpful goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. Hey, everybody. Adam, playing the halfling rogue, Burbage Kemp. Hi, everyone. Hope everyone's doing okay. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hey. And Darcy, playing the Tiefling Cleric Hakari. Wake up in the morning smelling like Puppet City. I got my sword. I'm out the door. I'm gonna wake the city. Now the elves are lighting up because they hear they got swagger, but we kick them to the curb unless they look like Lad Hamster. I'm talking everybody getting crunk, crunk, trying to grab all my all them droids junk, junk. Gonna kick me out if I'm getting too drunk, drunk. Oh my god. Uh, I laugh so hard at that that, like, <laughs> my headphones are repeatedly in danger of coming off of my head. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Thank Darcy, you. that was amazing. Thank you. Uh, and hey, if we could uh, real quick um, run through uh, uh, pronouns. Uh, I uh, am he, his, him, and my dungeon master doesn't have pronouns. They are I was going to say, and your everything else with regard to NPCs. Uh, Galway, he, him, his. Charity, also he, him, his. Uh, Adam identifies as, as he, him, his. And uh, Burbage also uses he, him, his pronouns. Well, I'm glad I unmuted myself for coughing. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm she, her, hers. And uh, Stormbringer is also she, her, hers. I am they them theirs and oh what's my person called hikari is she her gotcha love it lots of yeah lots of good prep work went into tonight's episode that's i think those are remembering character names i think those are hikari's pronouns once she's drunk enough yeah, yeah. Who's whose whose awesome. bag is this? Uh, how many how many drinks has Hikari had? I think they're shrooms. Ten to drink drink Hikari. Ten drinks. Ten to drinks. Wow. Ten to drinks. Has Darcy had some? Jeez. <laughs> and uh welcome. Uh thank you so much for listening to us tonight. We're I'm going to be recording our podcast uh, live on Twitch. Feel free to hang out in the chat, ask any questions you want. Um, We're generally pretty interactive. Uh, We also have a great community of people who are listening um, who can answer some questions or talk to you or just, you know, whatever you want to do. That's totally fine. And if you like that feel uh, and you want to join our Discord, 
you can go ahead and type exclamation point discord in the chat and then go ahead and uh, follow that link all the way to discord. That'll be fine. Uh, you can also type exclamation point burb bag uh, to use the burb bag gambit. That's always fun. And if you're listening to this in podcast form, the discord link will be in the episode description. Oh, beautiful. Excellent. Uh, and for those, uh, yeah, thanks for joining the Discord recently. Um, Bell Pepper, D&D Nerd, Hyper Dragon, um, Zevic, Liquid Medic Senpai, Corgi, Simon G, Knickknacks, and Gross It's Rachel. We love you. Thank you <laughs> so much. We also have um, our second uh, uh, podcast feed, which is Helpful Goat Gaming Presents. And that is one where we play... Um, one shots and shorter campaigns. Uh, we are currently in a campaign right now uh, that Galway's DMing called Tear Beyond the Doors. It's fun and brilliant and fascinating. And honestly, I can't wait to see what happens in that. Um, and I get to play in that, which is always fun. Yay! Yay! We are also affiliate, which means that you're able to cheer and subscribe to us. And as a reminder, anyone who has Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free to us. Through Twitch Prime, it's super easy to link those accounts to get that all set up. Um, and thank you just for, in general, supporting us, um, following us on Twitter, on 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 Twitch. We love it. If you really want to help us continue doing what we love doing here, um, monetarily, you could uh, go to our our coffee page. It's co-fi uh, fi. Dot com slash helpful go. Oh, and it's in the chat. Awesome. Brilliant. Point donate is that command. Oh, that's really sweet. Um, please don't feel feel pressured because we know the times that we're living in, everyone's going to be pinching some pennies and and uh uh you know keeping overthrowing things a little overthrowing the government. Yeah, so. overthrowing the government and, and whatnot. And you know, that costs a little bit of money mm -hmm. to do to overthrow governments. So uh, don't don't feel pressured. You know, it's just something. If you have some extra money and you want to help out some streamers and podcasters, uh, we would be super honored if we were among those people that uh, that you chose to do that with. Uh, I think that does it for announcements. Anything else you can go for? I think just generally following on that donation sentiment. Also, we. Hope all of you that are listening to this, whether it's live or in the future when we've released it in podcast form, are safe, are well, are dealing with the entire isolation. Um, and I think I can speak for everyone here when we hope that getting to listen to the story of the family and getting to listen to these stories that we tell uh, provides some entertainment and some solace in some tough times. A hundred percent. And yeah, we, we have so much story we have over we have hundreds of hours at this point for you to to enjoy your quarantine with um and yeah if we can bring any we could just make this time a little easier for you god that's that's perfect that's the awesome we're happy we could do that that being said we are retroactively renaming the fire blight corona blight we are not doing that. That's not a thing. Fire Corona. No, that that's not going to help anyone. Corona fire. That's, that's not, not going to help. Okay. Yeah. I have an announcement. The announcement is that it's Andy's birthday. 
Oh, that's right. Happy birthday, Andy. Happy birthday, Andy. Oh, thank you. Your wife forgot. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't forget. He just, he never wants any, he just, he's trying to save up money for something, so he never wants anything to unwrap, so it's, like, boring. It's not boring because it's his birthday. It's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Well, cool. All right. Um, I think we're ready then to get into tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Andy, Andy. Happy, 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 happy birthday, 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 birthday. Happy birthday, Andy. (laughs) That was beautiful. I'm dying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, ridiculous. Well, previously on Goats and Dragons, the Fates of Rin... Burbage sacrificed his family's artifact, Bright Fang, by giving it back to the dragon whose tooth it was made from. In return, the dragon, content to seemingly remain absent from the world of people, disappeared in a puff of snow and rumblings of the iceberg itself. The immediate danger abated. The group went back to solving Isrek Devere's final puzzle and doing so by Stormbringer licking the blue orb were transported yet again to a cave system finely wrought and decorated and inhabited by clockwork puppets the puppets led you to a circular jade-floored platform in the middle of which was a a pedestal on which a brain was floating in a jar seemingly still alive and seemingly controlling the puppets around it this is what's left of Israk Devere and now as he has beckoned you to sit and rest to have a conversation. He has made his puppets bring leather-worked cushions and chairs, end tables with teas and sweets, and a low round table filled with various dried meats and fruits. As you take a breath, you smell cinnamon and hazelnuts, roasted fruit, teas, and, and something with a twinge of lemon that you can't quite place. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> Nothing smells like almonds, does it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. You settle your nerves. You bring feeling back to your fingers and toes. In the relative warmth of this still cold cave. And you are exhausted. And a voice now comes from the hooded, red-eyed puppet. Now, friends, having gone to all the travel just to see little old me, 
What is it I can do for you? What is it that... What, what do you know already? Where can I fill in the gaps? Charity's going to sort of glance from side to side at the rest of the family. Um, there does seem to be a great deal going on. There is... There's so much to tell. There's so many questions. Burbage, I... What do you think? Ah, uh, it's so warm in here compared to out there. Or wherever we were. Oh my god, is that lemon I smell? Lemon and nutmeg? And cyanide. D- what? Cyanide. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of lemon. There's some lemon in the tarts as well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, cool. All right, so here we are with Israq Devere, or somebody claiming to be Israq Devere. Oh, yes. Well, you, you seem to know my name. Would you mind sharing yours? Tell us something that only Israq would know <laughs> so we can make sure that you're you. We, uh, <laughs> Stormbringer, I think we did that last time. I forgot it. Do it again. <laughs> Yeah, for the fuck of it, why not, Israq? Go for it. Uh, my middle name is Rosen. But I don't know Israq's middle name. Yeah, I think that's where Again, this plan yeah, sort that's... of falls apart. <laughs> Fine, I'll keep asking me. I'll keep telling you. I don't. I have nothing to hide, obviously. As, <sighs> as the puppets go to and fro. Yeah. Hakari keeps like smacking him on the butt. Give <laughs> <laughs> me more ale. They've not brought you anything alcoholic, actually, of note. Bring me more ale. Charity will sort of half bow towards the puppet and half towards like where the brain jar is. Um, because you said it recessed back into the floor. Yes, right? you don't so, actually see the brain anymore. Yeah, but, it but sort of, back into the pedestal. he's sort of splitting the difference between the two locations. Yeah. I am Kalorin Charity of the family. Oh, I see, yes. Bring me more ale! Smack! <laughs> Her name is Hakari. Hakari Demarian. Oh, Hakari. Demarian. <laughs> That's an old name, Demarion. Then I'll tell you about it if you bring me more ale! Smack. I'm afraid we don't have any ale for guests. Uh, alcohol is uh, at a premium nowadays, here, where I am. And I require it a bit for other things. Mm, Sorry. Well, I guess... Akari requires it too. I see. Yeah, I was gonna say... I'd like to do an insight check on Israq and whether he like has any kind of noticeable reaction to hearing our names. And I'm kind of doing it. I'll also, yeah. I'll say like, my name's Burbage, Kemp, and that big one. And I'll nod toward Stormbringer, like nod toward Israq. Like, you can introduce yourself. I'm um, I'm Snowbringer Mountain. 
All right. Okay. We all used our real names. Okay. That's <laughs> what we're doing. Exactly. That's what I did. I used Doorbringer. Oh, right. Snowbringer. Snow. That's your Snow Mountain. Snowbringer Mountain. Yes. Uh, and Burbage, give me a inside check with disadvantage as you're looking at a puppet with it. That seems about right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, the that would be a seven. But still. No, because one of them rerolled because it was a one, right? Yeah. Also, yeah. he has reliable talent on insight. He can't yeah. roll lower than I think. That's true, yeah. yeah. It's, My... it's a minimum of 15, yeah. Yeah, so he rolled a 15, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, Burbage, you're having a really hard time reading a puppet. Um, but he did seem to catch a little bit with Hakari. Uh, he sort of, he tried to kind of nod the puppet, it seemed, at each of you, and then seemed to, seemed to ponder on Hakari's name a little bit more, but that's about it. You don't get a sense that he is hiding anything other than what he's presented, I guess. So, we came all this way, and you don't have any idea who we are. Well, to be honest, I'm afraid I, I'm afraid I do know who you are, or at least a Goliath, a halfling. And a tiefling. This is about the prophecy. It's about the prophecy, right? Isn't it? You're going on about the prophecy? Vimeris' prophecy, is that it? Huh? Huh? How about that name? Vimeris? Does Vimeris mean anything to you? Vimeris? Corin? Poneway? Yizrak? Lies Neverwell? Elrora? Do any of these names mean anything to you? I guess we're telling him things. Then? Yes! Snowbringer, we're telling him everything. Oh. Because we are a tiefling, a halfling, and a goliath. This whole thing appears to be about us. And it's infuriating because I never wanted anything to be about me. Until 20 years ago, Dude, then everything started being about everything me. You wanted everything to be- you want everything to be about you, Burbage. Yeah, I know! That's what I'm saying! It was never like this before. Now everything has to be about me because I'm a fucking turd. You go a little fast, young one. I- I know many of those names, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll just go a bit slower. All right? Please. We, three of us, and our friend Vimaris, we were hired by a high priest of the Temple of Rin, which I believe you used to be when you were alive, or at least, I guess you're still Corporeal. alive. Corporeal, that's that's right. Thank you, Charity. When you were corporeal. It was many years ago, yes. Yeah. Well, we were hired by Poneway to retrieve a plant from the strange island that had appeared off the coast of our city, Federo. All right? And after returning to Federo with the plant, we, we, we found ourselves in danger, all right? Our homes were ransacked. We got these threatening, mysterious notes that said, stay away from Poneway. Except for me, I got a note from this guy, Foley, who we have tied up right here. Is Foley awake? No. He's sleeping right now, so don't wake him up. He's, he's very tired. He needs to sleep. <laughs> what, what was the plant's name you were sent to get? 
Do plants have names? I uh, yes, they have names. And at this, Arbin steps up and says, "It was a. Uh, they were sent to get a blue Sisyphus." Oh, we didn't know that, did we, Charity? Did we know it was called a blue Sisyphus? We might have. It's a proper name for it. Uh, you didn't need to know. Wait, Arbin, are you connected to Poneway? Yeah, Arbin, why do you know that? Yeah, oh. Arbin. Well, ah. Uh, <clears throat> continue with their story. You don't need. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you my side later. You know, it's exactly this shit. I've had it with all these people that we run into being withholding of information that could very well help to save the world. All right? Why can't we all just work together? I just start running Arvin and tackle him on the ground. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a strength roll or, uh, yeah, give me an athletics check. <laughs> You're tackling Arvin. <laughs> I'm sick of all this. A twenty-four, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo! Uh, you just you tackle him completely to the ground. Uh, you're basically on top of him, uh, having him pinned. Uh, That's right. Uh, at this, one of the very large puppets also kind of moves over to you. Its hand flips backward. A small blade shoots out of its where its wrist would be, and it and I sort go, of holds Come at it. me, puppet! It holds it kind of near you, and it looks toward the hooded puppet. Kindly don't come at her, puppet. Uh, no need for violence of any kind here, please. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind trying out some of the uh, new modifications on my puppets, but later, maybe. Do you want to do anything now that you've tackled him? Yeah, I want to be like, what the fuck? What, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what do you mean, what the fuck? Like, you know things and you're not telling us. You won't sleep with any of us. You obviously have terrible taste. Hey, Hikari, no means no, and he's made his no pretty clear. Right, I, I'm fine, I'll tell you. But I want to know why no. Look, Pon Ponway, <laughs> the reason I, I know about your mission is because I'm involved with Ponway. He asked me to go first, and I said I wouldn't. I had other dealings in town. Like what? Was it a girl? It's not a girl, no. Was it a boy? No, it's not a boy. It's a secret organization that I'm trying to run. Oh, wow. That's uh, pretty romantic. What was the secret organization? What's, what secret organization? I'm part of the Pale Spiders. Okay. And you run it? Well, uh, I'm high up in it. I run some of the day-to-day -day operations, sure. You know, I really like spiders. I have a spider tattoo. All right, okay. That is, you know what? All right. Burbage is going to stand up and kind of point. And it's going to be like, yeah, yeah, that is exactly the kind of information that could be really useful to us going forward, all right? Israq Devere's brain puppet, okay? That is a great model of what we expect from you in this interaction, all right? I say we keep him tied up and I keep watch on him. 
Yeah, Arben, you already consented to some light bondage. Are you still down for that? Do you just want to build a little yep. light bondage? Yep. I, no, I yep. don't. I He's a would rather not be tied He's up. He's a prisoner. It's, it's all the same to all but, of you. I mean, you, you said you were okay with it earlier, and it's not really all the same to us, because I just think we should tie everyone up, actually. Tie all the puppets up and you. I don't trust any yeah, of you fuckers. <laughs> Who wants a bondage party? Oh, all right, okay, guys. As appealing as a bondage party is to me right now, <laughs> I don't think it's going to easily facilitate what we're trying to accomplish right now, which is an effective and concise review of <laughs> our adventures thus far. You remember that I'm a half sex demon, right? Is that really a type of demon? I don't think I knew that. Are you sex demon? Yeah, I'm half sex demon. Oh, that explains so much. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, that that's great. That's. I mean, that's. We're we're all learning new things through sharing and honesty, and that's wonderful. (laughs) But perhaps we can return to the many travails that we suffered in Federo, outside of really fucking everywhere since Poneway contacted us. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good word for them. Travails. You know what? Travails. I've had lots of travails, and these are some of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right? So, (laughs) speaking of Foley, is he still asleep, Andy? Yeah, he's unconscious, just laying on the ground back here. Foley wrote me a note. Off, because he had offered me money for information about who attended this initial meeting with Poneway. And in that note, Foley used the phrase, perhaps it's nothing. Now, perhaps that means nothing to, to most people. But I'll tell you, over the course of our travails, that phrase has popped up over and over and over again. It's really infuriating. You know where else it popped up? We received a letter Another letter, separate from the Foley letter, in Federo, from this this person or this group of people, because the letter was written in, in different hands, from somebody called the Stranger. And they also used that phrase, perhaps it's nothing. All right, they also gave us a coin, and, and I had a coin. I'm getting way in the weeds here. Charity's going to sort of pat you. It appears that there are a great number of people concerned with these events. In summary, Ponway told us that he needed us to find these plants, blue Sisyphus. Sisyphi? Sisyphuses? Oh god, we're literally in the weeds now. Um, (laughs) That in order to help with the fire blight, which is a series of cities burning and being exposed. People thought it was an illness. It turns out that it's fire elementals. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, travails. Travails. Fire blight, travails, all right? We, we, we agreed to go find the blue Sisyphus plant in Cliff Mill on behalf of Poneway, all right? And on the way, we discovered just what Charity just said, that the fire blight isn't a blight at all. Right, it's actually fire elementals that have been attacking towns and cities. And you know what? We interrogated one fire elemental that we caught because I poured druidic whiskey on it and turned it into a tree. And when we asked it who sent it here, who was its master, it said Yizak, who happens to be another high priest of the Temple of Rin. 
All right? I've been keeping track of this stuff, okay? Been keeping track of it real good. Also, somewhere in the middle of that, my patron, uh, a celestial being known as Behelet, ordered me to kill him, and when I refused, took away my powers, uh, and subsequent later discovery suggests that she is, in fact, behind the fire blight and maybe attempting to come into this world. A thing I believe you had a reaction to when I mentioned it a few minutes ago. He is very excited. Do you have a soothing tart? Yeah, travails, travails, all right? That's another travail. I'm feeling the citrus is too stimulating right now. Do you have something in berry? I don't want berries. I don't want berries, okay? A god ordered my friend to kill me, okay? I didn't. He didn't kill me. That's great. Happy for that most days. But yeah, apparently Behelet is, is all wrapped up in this fireblight business. All right? That is also important to know. Okay? And what about the Vimeris? Where's the Vimeris of it all? The Vimeris. Remember Vimeris? He was our friend. He's part of the family. Right? He was Sorry, invested. Stop. Who's that? You say. Who, who just you said say that? that? Is that you, Israq? Yes. You said that he was a part of your family. What does that mean? Well, like, he still is, right? It's just also, you know, dead. No. <laughs> I'm. You're mistaken, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Vermeris is not dead. He can't be dead. Please explain to me why that's significant and also how he's not dead. Because, I mean, I've seen his body frozen in ice, right? We're going to bring him back. He was wearing this necklace, and we just got to figure out how to melt the ice with the hellfire. When we came to Cliff Mill, he had always been possessed by a vision. A vision and prophecy from his... Can you see air quotes? (laughs) I can sense them. His father, Corin, Corin of the Prophecy. He went into the well where the second of the flowers was kept, but the guardians of the first flower, turtle dragons, had followed us. I would like to think it was to save us, but I do not know. Something in the prophecy had taken hold of him, I feel. To complete the prophecy, to save us both, I do not know. To deny the prophecy, I am unsure. He unlocked the power within it, and in the process, produced a massive column of ice that will not melt. The visage of the pale spider hangs above this column? It does. Yeah, and Arben, what do you know about that? Is that you, the, the pale spiders? No, 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 I am not. No, I'm not the pale spider. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to Arben. Shut up, puppet. Oh, she's sitting on my chest. Ah. I I assure you, she can do worse. Just a little heavy with all the armor on, girly. Excuse me? Just a little armor on. Do you... Charity is going to sort of, like, crouch down next to Arben. Do you want this to get worse? Because this is how it gets worse. I'd much rather it get better if it's all the same to you. Yeah. (coughs) You keep saying if it's all the same. I'm not involved. I'm giving you options for your decisions. 
How do I make her stop sitting on me? Akari, ease up on him so we can answer the question. Okay. Does Akari get off him a little bit? A tiny bit, but just enough so he can breathe. (laughs) Like transfers more weight to her knee or something so that it's not on him. Okay, now what what was the question there, little one? The flag with pale green spider on it that's currently wrapped around the ice spire produced by our friend Vimaris and that he saw in a vision of the end of the world with us frozen underneath the ice. That pale green spider flag, does it have to do with you, the pale spiders? (sighs) The pale spiders were named after the vision, not the other way around. Oh, see, now that, that is interesting. (laughs) All right. Good to know, I guess. Charity, what's a good follow-up question to that? (laughs) I have a good question. I have one. Um, So if they were named after the uh, vision, what was the purpose of them then? Ah. So early on, the pale spiders were meant to just keep keep the peace uh, as a symbol. Some of us wanted the idea of the vision to carry on, of Amaris's vision or Corin's vision, really. Um, can you can you explain that more in depth? Because that sounds like. You wanted a bunch of people to die, and maybe I'm just there's a disconnect it's, it, here. It's not. It's not that we want people to die. It's just that sometimes you need things to progress in order to confront something that's gonna be real bad. Okay, explain that. Explain that like I'm not understanding because I'm not understanding. <laughs> Explain it like she's a very large, heavily armed woman who isn't understanding and might get angry about it. If someone told you a thief is going to come in the middle of the night one night and take your money and take your gold and take take your daughter, wouldn't you want to know when that thief is going to come? Yeah, of course. And then I'd kill them. Um, so somebody uh, no. was going to steal your daughter? Well, that... No. It's, it, um, it's a metaphor. For this, if you can bring it about, uh, if you can make it happen, you know what's going to happen. You know when. If you can enact the prophecy, you choose the time. Right, so you guys exactly. were going to try to fulfill the prophecy because you thought that it was inevitable and this way you could control when it happened? I mean, that's some of us thought that. Yeah, sure. Some of us wanted to take the, the, the idea that maybe Rin's fates were getting a little too powerful and we needed to stop the spread of those some of those ideas okay see no no Arben, i don't like this whole some of us this and some of us that thing there are already way too many parties involved in this story what are you talking about some of the pale spiders or wait did all of the pale spiders have the same objective but for different reasons that's the that's the thing. Okay. We all have the same leadership. We all have we all answer the same people. It's just some of us do it under different guises. So some wanted to fulfill the prophecy and control when it happened, and others could you repeat that part? The fates of Rin themselves are getting too powerful sometimes. 
with Rin being diminished, it's there's a vacuum of power in that system. What do you mean that Rin is diminished? Is that because Rin came into this world? Did that diminish her? Well, it's actually partly what I'm here to ask him. And he points to the puppet. Okay. One right. question before we pivot back to that, Arben. All right. The pale spiders were named for the vision, not the other way around. That's true. Who named them that? Who gave you your name? Well, that would be Pornway. In his early days. And how did he know the vision? That's also why I'm going to ask him. Pornway's not telling me something. I think Inzerak There's a huge shock. something. That Pornway would withhold information from somebody? No. All right. Okay. That's that's interesting. All right. The pale spiders wanted to fulfill the vision. All right. Here's a question. And Arben and Israq, it's for both of you. Where does the Riddle Machina fit into this? Because for Maris, apparently, was a clone of his father, Corin. Well, apparently it wasn't his father. They're basically the same person. Vermeer was actually a clone, created so that they could keep the prophecy alive. And the Riddle Machina wanted to kill the original Corin and Aurora. All right? I remember we, we, we read this. We read this, right, in the, the, the journals or the bounty or something. If Corin lives, it will halt all progress made with the fate of Rin. All right? So we've got the Riddle Machina, who apparently is working for Behelet for reasons that we can get into that, uh, of course, sort of, we haven't gotten to that part of our travails yet. <laughs> the Riddle Machina working for Behelet, so is Shenik, another name, I'll just put a pin in that, flag that, who is in correspondence with Yizak, right? It's them versus the... Pin and I would like to put a pin in Shinnick. We'd like to put a thousand pins in Shinnick. Versus the Pale Spiders, right? Riddle Machina versus the Pale Spiders. Have I got that right? Uh, That's at least how I see some of that, sure. (laughs) Okay. Well, that is at least somewhat affirming. I think that... Thank you. I don't think that satisfied him, Andy. No, you know, it's... so, yeah, we'll get into it. All right. So the Riddle Machina had a bounty out on Corin and Aurora. We have some other information about the Riddle Machina and bounties that I'm going to withhold from you, Israq Devere. Yeah, huh? Because maybe it will give us leverage. We'll come back to that. Uh, but also, yeah, we kept on running into these flowers called Doom Lilies. Then an agent of Behelent, who was a member of the Riddle Machina, mesmerized us and made us say, perhaps it's nothing, over and over. Perhaps it's nothing, perhaps it's nothing, perhaps it's nothing. I Apparently it's her. something. Apparently it's everything. Stormbringer, I mean, sorry, Snowbringer. Snowbringer Mountain. Snowbringer Mountain killed her. 
very well done. But then this big white cat, who's actually apparently a demon named Shenik, killed Charity on behalf of Yizak, we think, who is working for Behelet. And finally, we just decided to come to you for answers, all right? And instead of you, what did we find? What a dragon! The ancient white dragon Pelototh, and the only reason it didn't kill us is because I sacrificed a family artifact I inherited and probably needed to survive future fights in this fucking campaign! <laughs> oh, you had bright fang on you, didn't you? Oh, I wondered why that dragon let you through. Oh, damn, Pelototh. Ah. He's a sucker for halflings, I suppose. <laughs> Burbage has just collapsed on it. What are, are we sitting on cushions or something? Is that what you said? Yeah, like leather beanbag chairs <laughs> and cushions and chairs. Burbage collapses on his on his beanbag chair and then takes another beanbag chair and just puts it over top of him. He's hiding between two beanbag chairs. <laughs> That's adorable. Okay. <laughs> It's a burbage sandwich. Burr bean bag. There you go. Charity's going to sort of pat the top bean bag. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. So, yes, you see, we have a great many questions. We see. I see. There are many forces, many groups in this conflict, in this whatever it is, but we don't yet fully understand the sides. Does that make sense? Oh, also, Charity's gonna like sort of look up. Oh, also, Arden, gonna put a pin in later. Uh, stranger, have questions. So many pens. So many pointed questions. Travails, stranger, travails, stranger, travails. It's okay. It's okay. okay. (laughs) Should I shake him? No, no, not right now. Let me preface, if you, if I might, Snow Mountain Bringer. Uh. I have deep and intimate knowledge of many things that you're asking. Some of it is very forbidden knowledge that I have taken great pains to get rid of. You see, there is a fascinating waterfall deep in the Bovalian Mountains. Oh, God! Oh, my God! Hey, we've been to the waterfall in the Bovalian Mountains. Travails! Travails! I think I should shake him. <laughs> Charity's, gonna, Charity's going to look at the, the puppet. You actually have a lot in common with Burbage. Listen, it, it is... There are many things that I still hold to, and there are a few that I have let slip over the falls. I I promise you I will do my best to answer everything I can. And if I can't, I, I believe that I could point you in the right direction. Is this fair enough going forward? Yeah, sounds valid. Does somebody want to do an insight check on that? Because <laughs> probably would be too. I was planning to once my game let me roll again. There we go. 18. With disadvantage, as it is a puppet. 13. 13, quick it. Hold. Oh, 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 and guidance. 14. Remember, everyone, guidance. A fun cantrip that lets you make you or people you care about better at things. Use it early. Use it often. (laughs) 
yeah, with a 14, you... As far as you can tell, as you're still getting a bit of tone of voice through the puppet, um, though no facial expressions or mannerisms, really, you can still barely get a sense that, yeah, this feels accurate, that he's 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 really wanting to help here. Yeah, I I, I would sort of also nod, because I mainly just wanted to get the feel. I was going to agree to the deal either way. Yeah. Like, I think that that seems fair enough. I know something about not having memories that you should. Also a question for later. Right. Uh, however, of the riddle Machina, uh, I, I, I have done a great deal of study. How much would you like to know? Everything, because the one of the loves of my life, there's been a couple, was maybe one of them. I want to know everything. I see. It seems to refer to both a type of being and a group. Is that correct? Yes. There, there was a long time ago a certain group of individuals um, who traversed into this world who were not supposed to be here. Or rather, that that version of them was not supposed to be here. They they didn't fit. They didn't they didn't actually even really exist here. And as a side effect of that, people couldn't remember them. People couldn't see them if they looked away. It, it was debilitating for this these people. And over time, even passing that gene or that condition along to their children, that small little group grew into a slightly larger group. And now... You wouldn't even know if they were in this very room. You wouldn't know if... I mean, I would. You had met 20 of them in your life. I, uh, My research doesn't say that there are very large numbers of these individuals, but they are more spread out than I had originally thought. They become some of the greatest purveyors of hidden and secret knowledge in this world because you can't even ask them a question if you don't even remember that they exist because of that many who are looking for such forbidden knowledge and have no other place to turn may seek these kinds of individuals out and give up a great great price to work with them and if they are on your side, very little is off limits in this world. And now that you are saying they are working, you believe to bring Balit into this world. That is certainly one way to get the forbidden knowledge needed to do that. I'm sorry, I assume... This has made things very hard for you. Charity's gonna like 
flip open sort of like a, a, a small sheaf of paper. By my count, it has been 36 minutes since the last time someone tried to kill us. We're doing well today. Things are hard generally. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so, so sorry for that. So, wait, if they are from a different world and this version of them wasn't supposed to be here, is there a version of them that is supposed to be here? Yes, the originals, yes. What about their descendants? That is hard to say. Very hard. I, you wouldn't exactly be able to count both of them if you couldn't remember one of them, would you? Okay, but I can... I don't know what you just said. That was very confusing. Um, uh, anyway, uh, look, if I loved one of them, is there another her? Uh, I, I would assume no. Not, especially, not, not one that you've loved and one that loved you back. That love is a very, very unique and powerful thing that such people do not often experience. I'm afraid... Oh. That experience has floated down the river from you. I don't know what that means. It's a metaphor. Oh. It's moved on. Oh. Okay. But it was real. Yeah. Burbage is going to sit up and take off his top beanbag and toss it over to Stormbringer. She'll just kind of hug it. Charity will pat her shoulder as he stands by her. Are the Riddle Machina, given that they are both a type of person and a group of people, are they always united in their goals? For the most part, uh, unless one perhaps grew up outside of that community, I would not know. That is something that I never came across in my in my studies. That sounds like Roban. That does sound like Roban. Okay, in which case. It's fine that she was involved with those light people in the pocket dimension. They... <coughs> Urban sort of coughs loudly at that. Are you, are you at that. okay, Urban? Oh, that's Is fine. Is yeah, it choking you? Just a little bit. She she stabbed a little bit of her, her finger into my side. It just poked. It hurt oh. a bit. That's fine. Urban. That we, we, we knew. Yep, there was the whole thing. Okay. We're not idiots. We're the ones who said to you that you probably know the father of one of the Riddle Machina, alright? We know that you just reacted to what we said, not to her... I mean, maybe Hokari did jab you, for all we know. But, you know, come on. Churchill Shrug could be both. Ah, uh, but anything you'd like to say right now? Hokari, get ready to jab him if he doesn't give us some useful information in the next ten seconds. I'm not sure what he means by the light or the that is something I'm not familiar with. Again, I was talking to Arbin, not you, Israk. Shut up. I, Excuse me. I 
bite him. I bite Israk with my non-poisonous teeth. Ah! You don't. You don't bite Israk. You bite Arben. All right. This is confusing. Israk. You know. You know what would be helpful, Israk, is if you and your dumb brain came back and just was present. It All right. The puppets, to Arben, I meant. The puppets are confusing things. Hakari just almost accidentally bit your puppet. <laughs> Okay, you're with a with a ten. Technically, he's prone. Yeah, you have advantage. Technically, <laughs> I hesitate to say waiting. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't want to poison him. That's fine. Yeah, we'll just do the regular bite damage. Oh, I rolled it. It's fine. Okay. Oh, cheesy. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Yeah. <laughs> That'll teach him not to sleep with me. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> And he's gonna like rub his forehead. Oh my god, we need to go to like a seminar. <laughs> we, we, need, we need workplace training. Uh, Again, I'm not his employer. What oh, you thought that that was the all of it? Which was the issue? Also, let's face it, this is as close as most of us come to employment at this point. So we're co workers? We're just in different departments. Ah, oh, Ben, are we working for the same team? I'd like to think so, sure. And now my shoulder's bleeding. I smile at him again and lick my teeth. His blood tastes funny. Mm-hmm. It does? Yeah. Eh? I know the difference tell. between blood. Yeah, you notice the difference. Andy, is this a real thing, or are you... Yeah. Andy, oh, I swear to... It is. I'm sorry. I don't. Okay. I don't I'm not hold trying on. to derail anything. Hold on, just, hold on. You guys okay. keep going in different directions. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're not making this easy on you. <laughs> I understand. On. We're good at derailing yeah. ourselves. Tom, while Darcy looks up spells. I'm trying to keep us well, on the main thread. Uh, yeah. No. It's it's a valiant effort. Which one would do? Would it be that one? You don't have that prepared. That one. You don't have that prepared. Only the red ones. Well, let's say I prepared it that way. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it tomorrow. How about that? (laughs) Well, Akari's thinking of that. Oh, I can do this one. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, no, do your your thing. Did she just point at Fireball? (laughs) (laughs) So these aren't even spells that could help identify a blood smell. She's just finding any spell. Yeah, she's just going to get one. What can I do to destroy Arbit? Okay, ready? Go ahead. Oh my god. god. Alright. I cast it. Didn't do anything. No, you did. Dispel evil and good. It was the only one I had. He could have killed us. Because Um... his blood tasted weird? Yeah. Uh, so... So yeah, so. So we can tell what he did. Yeah, you nothing around you actually seems to ping off of this. You don't you don't seem to actually have activated anything, which means uh, that no one around you, besides you and Charity, really have any Fey, Elemental, Celestial, Fiend uh, stuff going on. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Also, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna like at the and undead. Roll eye towards brain jar. Huh. Yeah. Disquieting. It's not undead. Yep. 
So, the light people in the pocket dimension are maybe, well, I, God, now I don't know what Burbage would actually deduce from the materials versus what Lena deduced in our, in the comments on our Google Doc where we were trying to Can... put all this together. <laughs> Well, he wasn't undead fae. Yeah. Celestial, elemental, fiend. Yeah. So we can no one that. around you is, though. No things. one around yeah. us is, though. Charity will slow like, Is there a reason we felt a need to confirm that? Oh, Charity, you're more paranoid than any of us. Why are you asking that? I'm just saying that feels like a real specific. Was there something off when you bit him? Does he taste funny? Yeah, wow. he does. It's a bit on the nose, isn't it, Galway? It's <laughs> Burbage talking to Galway. <laughs> Maybe because I am drowning against <laughs> Burbage's talking generally. I didn't like it. It didn't taste good. Does it really taste good? We will roll back to the question of if the blood normally tastes good, which is yes. mildly concerning. Okay, we're just right at the mi- Okay, putting a pin in that one, too. <laughs> so the Riddle Machina are information brokers, and you would suspect that the forces aligned with Behelit are working with them, have sought them out in order to get the knowledge to bring her into this world. I, I believe such things, yes. I We took great pains to make sure that no one else could do what we did. Okay. What did you do? So we and what do? Well, Corin, Aurora, myself, Maywen, and Podway brought Rin into this world. <gasps> right? Is that a gasp? Right? <gasps> and then what? And why? Why don't you just tell me a story? Like, this is a bedtime story. Tell me, tell me what all of that shit. Okay. We knew she, Rid, was, was making inroads to break into this plane of existence. Did you say Rin or Rid? Rin. All right, cool. Now keep going with the bedtime story. Burbage is going to gather some more of those like pillows and cushions and kind of like <laughs> toss them to around like and get comfy like for a sleepover. Some among us believe she was coming here for good to stop a growing darkness. For Rin herself is benevolent. But it became quite clear to us that a being that powerful has no real conception of good or evil, at least not as mortals see it. There is only one way to stop such a force. Allow it in on your terms. In the birthing process, the, there is a moment of weakness for that eternal thing in its new avatar form. We performed the ceremony, 
summoned her, brought her here to defeat her and send her straight back, weakened. And at this, Devere grows quiet. And then, Corin, Alrora and I waited as our friend, as my Maywin became the vessel. And at that moment, Corin and Alrora broke through to the spirit still of Maywin, and they held her vulnerable for a single moment, for a single strike. And I couldn't do it. In that moment, I'd rather have seen the whole world burn around me than to kill her. I was naive, I was immature, I was, I was afraid. From my moment of hesitation, Rin's power overwhelmed Maywin's mind. Aurora and Corin could no longer defend against her growing power, and we were forced to retreat, leaving a god to walk free among the inhabitants of this world. I'm very sorry for that. Luckily, amazingly, to our surprise, after a few months of holding our breath, waiting for the end of everything, Rin simply walked back to us. See, that which we had all feared just gave up to us the power to rule everything here. Maybe she had already accomplished what she set out to do. Maybe destruction and power were never her real motivation. Either way, she offered herself to us to be consumed by black flames and to return to her realm lesser and weakened. Before we consumed her avatar flesh, which I could still not bring myself to do, she spoke briefly to each of us, and I'll never forget her words, so so full of sadness. The weight of our reality seemed to press upon her. She kissed Corin's forehead lightly, and then she disappeared into black flames and was gone. The single most powerful creature on the globe just willingly left it. She went unceremoniously in some random tent in the wilds of Bovelia, as did my Maywin. And Rin never quite recovered. Her fates, gods and goddesses that have served and looked after her, then worked in her stead to protect her and her followers, for the most part. Till one of them, too, was wooed away by Baelit, away from her light. And at this he grows quiet and still, his puppet fingers touching each other in almost a triangle. <laughs> when was this? Long ago, we were all 
young. Ponoy was barely a child, almost. You're a brain in a jar. It's a little difficult to get an age based on that. This is true. Hundreds of years ago. Certainly before I came here. Was it before Pelotov lost his tooth? Is that something Rin did while she was walking this world? It is one of the stories I had heard, yes. While she was here. You said you'll never forget her words. So full of sadness. Yes. What did she say? Or is it, you know, personal? But even if it's personal, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> she said not all swords are meant to kill. Not all fire is meant to destroy. Not all love is weakness. And not all sacrifice penance. Well, shit. That is four sentences each of which seem to maybe connect with... Ah, nah, perhaps it's nothing. All right. <laughs> Don't say that word, those phrase ever, Burbage. Don't say that thing. What was the... What, sorry, what was the fourth one? Not all, not all swords are meant to kill, not all flames meant to destroy, not all love is weakness. And not all sacrifice, penance. Charity's gonna stop... Hundreds of years ago, sadness. You used the hellfire. Yes, that's what we ended up calling it. Yes. Um, th the sense that I've gotten is that the puppet can see, right, and it communicates visually to him. Sort of. He, he seems to be reacting visually to you, like the air quotes thing. He well, yeah, in the sense that, of yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean he can necessarily see through the puppet, but I right. sense that he has vision. Yes, Charity is going to pull down his like the collar of his robes, revealing the sort of cracked patterns of scars. And did you all pay this price too? My own body had many such scars. Yes. How in the world do you have such mockings? Because I have wielded the hellfire. I was made to. I was made to by my father. To kill, to become a weapon. To become a flame that would burn away his enemies. And I became Behelet's flame too. Her purifying flame. But no more. Of course. Of course she wanted you. She needed you. Oh. Oh, this is bad. This is very, very bad. Elaborate. Tell us another story about why this is bad and what the fuck Bethlehem is doing. Um, uh, the process was written down in a book for us in a book called The Process of a Tarana 
but it, it seemed to suggest that the god simply took over a body. But I remember my Maywin being very particularly good at creating flowers. And Rin, when she walked away from us that day, created the most beautiful lilies in her footsteps. Doomish? Doom lilies? No, 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 not doom lilies. No, these were white and gold. Beautiful things. But that would mean that something then of Rin absorbed the power of Maywen. So that the the possessing spirit and its host are in a relationship. They they acquire something of their host. It does seem to be. So it matters. It You wouldn't pick a random passerby unless you wanted to be less than you might be. And we're all pretty clear that the gods don't tend to be into being less than they can be. I'm very, very sorry. But it seems Baelit has chosen her vessel. Charity's going to pause... But the hellfire is not my fire. Though I may have wielded it in the past. Also, correct me if I go off kilter here, Andy, because this is still a hazy area for Kaloran's memories. Yeah. There was a process. Tools were required. Vials. Something had to be done to me each time I used it. Yes. Yes, and very, very few beings could ever wield it. My fire is not the black flame. I am the flame. I am the light and the flame. And at this, my halos will, even though I'm not angry, roar into existence. I am the silver flame that guards my family. Silver. What am I? My boy, I'm sorry, I do not know what you are. But if your silver can act as a light in balancing the darkness of the flames of Hellfire, you are uniquely situated for a god to be able to wield the only thing that could destroy them. And that is very bad. So, how did you die or not die? Can you explain that whole thing with your death? You know what I mean? Is anyone else still curious about that? Perfect, just looking around. A little bit. Yeah. A lot of fire in the story. A lot of fire. There's hellfire. There's the fire that uh, destroyed the father of my lover, Theodric, when I took the ring off of his finger. There's the fire that apparently some assassin used to kill you, Israk, according to a brief history of Federo. So just trying to get to the bottom of all that. You know what I mean? A fire that burned you and burned hot enough to leave no body, yet marred nothing in the room. 
Yeah, that sounded very familiar to me when I read it because it just so happened to sound very similar to something that happened at sort of a pivotal moment in my life. So just wondering about that. Sort of a been there, done that, got the emotional anguish thing. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that was more of a trick that uh, me and a friend came up with. <laughs> so I could disappear from public life. I actually got the idea from Rin as not all fire was meant to destroy. This one gave me a a new way to recede from public eyes. And the friend? Ah. I believe you know him as Eldon Dale. Oh, fuck me running. <gasps> that's a gasp. That's a, that's a gasp, Oether. Can we all sort of gasp together for that? All right? <gasps> One, two, no, on the count of three. Arbin, are you in? <gasps> One, two, three. Sure. <gasps> but perhaps return to my more genuine reaction of fuck me running. Yeah, that one was good too. All right, on the count of three, let's all say fuck me running. One, okay. two, three. Fuck me, fuck me fuck running. Me running. You knew Eldon Dale. You were friends with him. Uh, toward the later part of my life, yes. Well, that's wild. Hey, you know what else is wild? Is that he died the same way you supposedly died. Right? That's kind of sketchy as fuck. He he did the same thing? Do you think you think he might still be alive? Oh, that little shit. Now everyone's gonna question me if they know he's still around. Well, th I don't think people know he's still around. I suspected it. Oh. Because... There was an entire murder trial about it, etc. Uh, oh. Well, Are you yeah. Are sure he's not just dead? Wait, people do think. Well, no, he's... we're not sure, but. Well, I had my suspicions because when it became clear that it wasn't my fault that I murdered Eldon, it became clear to me that the ghost of Eldon Dale, quote unquote, who's been following me around for 20 years, probably wasn't actually the ghost of Eldon Dale because the real Eldon Dale would know that it wasn't my fault, that he died. So if he did that same trick as you and is still alive, then some other force, probably fucking Behelet, had planted some kind of spirit or something to pretend to be the ghost of Eldon Dale just to fuck with me for the last 20 years. Does that sound right, Andy? <laughs> Andy? Andy's not going to answer that. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I wanted to trick you. <laughs> Thank you, Monty. Monty and Twitch chat said that they gasped too. Thank you, nice. Monty. <laughs> so, Charity's going to stop. You came up with this trick. What way, if any, would there be to tell if that was the same thing that had been done, or if it was an actual fire that, you know, burn someone to death. Though, again, the fact that it didn't burn the bed is very suspicious, and this is coming from a person who has burned a lot of people to death. Sure, if the fire does not spread, it is merely very quickly consumed. Uh, the fire along with the body is the source of which, the heat of which is teleported away very, very quickly. It's rather a simple trick. 
but it uh, leaves very little trace involved, as the sigil itself is burned up in the flames. So, if Eldon Dale pulled the same trick, where would he be now? Why would he do that? Uh, if I remember correctly, Dale's, and if I am right, Kemp's, have a very wandering spirit. It would not surprise me that Eldon ended up living out the rest of his days in a mountain cave somewhere, hunting orcs or goblins. Um, hey, Arben, what might you know about this? Uh, Northern, I don't quite know anything about that. Huh. Uh, one way it seemed to suggest that Israk might still be alive, and that's why I thought that whole fiery bed thing might be a trick. Ooh, what do you know about, um, someone called the Stranger? I know that there's a stranger that he advises on matters of the Pale Spider. He advises, he advises on matters okay. of the Pale Spider? Yes. So the stranger is part of the Pale Spiders. Probably the stranger, as being part of the, the, the Merchant's Guild, as indicated in his original letter to us, that's probably part of why the Pale Spiders have such reach and power in terms of communicating and transporting materials. Right, guys? That makes sense. I get it now. That clicks for me. Does it click for you, listeners out there? <laughs> I don't even know. I was more questioning who the he referred to. Was it the stranger providing advice or someone advising the stranger that referent was unclear? Well, the stranger, I believe, has his hands in the pale spiders, lets us know some information, helps us out from time to time. Who, who is the stranger, Arpen? Oh, that I don't know. Probably a friend of Ponway's, I would imagine. You're just guessing. I am just guessing, yes. That's not, not helpful. Well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to not be helpful. I've been on a fucking iceberg for a week. I've been sexually harassed. Someone's been sitting on my chest. And now you're giving me the third degree. Why don't I come here to ask him some questions? Well, you're getting a whole lot of exposition along with the rest of us. So you know what? You're getting what you came for. True. I'm not complaining. Hey, look, I, I, I do want to just go on the record and say that I deeply apologize for sexually harassing you. Not even going to say that, you know, if you felt a particular way about my actions, then I'm sorry you felt that way. I'm saying I'm sorry that I engaged in behavior that harmed and hurt you. I wasn't thinking clearly. I made a mistake. And I'm going to engage in conscientious reflection about how my actions and my thoughtless behavior towards other human beings, uh, sentient beings, I mean, uh, uh, is 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 problematic and flawed, and bad. So, far enough. And maybe we can uh, work out this tension later. Wait, what tension? Charity's gonna raise his head. Pin in that. Um, 
Speaking of sexual harassment, has anyone seen Hikari? Isn't she just still sitting on his chest? Uh, Hikari's wandered down to the, I'm the lower level. I'm talking to the puppet. <laughs> That's the puppet is not activated. You are just talking to an empty husk okay. of a of a machine asking for ale. I assume. I think I, I get, as Charity like pauses everyone and looks around, hears Hikari's voice, which I imagine is more ale slap. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay, that seems fine. So I was given to Behelit and I don't know why. I she she took my memories from me. I think my father is connected to this somehow. I... Yeah. Yeah. I met his father. I met your father, Charity. Remember that? When I was pulled into Behelet's realm. And he said, say hi to my son for me. Uh, so, uh, But I think that happened off stream. Or maybe it happened in, in Roll20 chat. Just gonna <laughs> flag that. Um, but it did happen. It's canon. Um... Charity's father, I'm just, I, I, I swear to God, I interjected because I thought there was something useful to say. <laughs> there might not be. Yeah, why, Charity's father, working with Behelet. Why are so many of Behelet's followers demons? Also, like, what is Behelet doing? You seem to know what's going on with this whole thing. And you said it was just one fate? Behelet isn't a fate of Rin. Is she Behelet is another god like Rin? That's a three-pronged question. She is not a fate anymore. There were originally four servants of Rin. Behelet, Borir, Shadir, and Proris. What was that second one? Because I wrote it down as Boromir. Borir. <laughs> Borir. Yes. B-O-R-I-R. Behelet, Borir, Shadir, and Proris. Proris, yes. You, you may also know it as the god Eris. It's more commonly known. Ah. Proris is more commonly known as the god e Eris. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Hey, 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 hey. Side note, is she um on the earth right now? The 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 Eris? Mm, I don't believe so. I think you'd know if a okay. god was walking around, I would assume. I mean, they're sneaky motherfuckers. So well, we've been seeing a lot of these things called doom lilies, and according to something we read, Proris is the fate who produces those. Does that sound right? Yes. I mean... They've been tied mostly to the god of chaos. I could talk to her for you as she's my god and everything oh that's where i okay all right yep thank you that's clarifying now I'm, yep that's a connection that i hadn't quite made but now it's clicked for me thank you yeah as you say god of chaos charity's gonna go oh fuck okay what do you need me to do could you ask your god to explain everything to us <laughs> uh. could you request an exposition dump uh, to your question, Storm, uh, Snowstorm, 
Snowbringer Mountain. Snowbringer Mountain. Yes, Snowbringer Mountain. Uh, it appears the god Behelet is attempting to use whatever influence they have to come into this world for some reason. And I think they've chosen your friend Charity as their vessel. And that cannot be allowed. I hope that is very, very clear. Yeah, no, they can't have charity. Charity's ours. Fuck, fuck Behelet. You're saying that all of the fates have chosen charity? Are they all unified in this attempt to re-enter the world? No, Behelet has chosen charity. The, the fates are split in that Borir has been co-opted into Behelet's service. But I believe Proris and, and Shadir are mightily against Behelet. If you know of them or serve them, as your friend seems to do, uh, you are on the side of order and justice, even in such chaos. Hmm. For gods need to remain where gods live. They will simply destroy this realm. I said let's fireball the place. The place we're currently in? Yeah. Okay, well that doesn't seem productive for Kari, now does it? <laughs> I'm assuming she felt the need to react to being referred to as an agent of order. Uh, some animals, shake it up a little. Ride them out and then fireball. <laughs> Please don't. I'm going to go with also let's not. There are also very flammable things around here. Uh, so there are two fates, each on a side. Yes. Borir serving Behelet, Shadir and Proris continuing to serve Rin and try to hold Behelet back. Yes, it would appear that way. Behelet has chosen me as a vessel, which explains why... <laughs> She's never going to give Shannik what he wants. Yeah, that made me happy for a second. Um, oh yeah, because in his letter, he asked Yizak if Behelet would reconsider her vessel. He wants to be a vessel, but that's not going to happen. He's just some dumb cat demon. What a goofball. Uh, I do still want to kill him. Oh, yes, very much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to kill him. Slowly. Painfully. Maybe rapidly. Maybe a mixture of both. That sounds about right. Right, let's see if there are any other questions that we have for you before we go on a little break. So why are demons helping Behelet if she's supposed to be a goddess, right? A nice lady. Obviously, she's not very nice, but... Uh, gods do not understand good and evil as we do. Mm -mm. No, they are simply about power. So gods equal late-stage capitalism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. And Behelet's lust for power was entirely different than Rin's. And from your perspective, from having summoned her and then losing her and then 
having her find you, it seemed like Rin accomplished whatever it was that she sought to do? Yes. It appears that I've been mistaken most of my life. And I don't like that feeling. Join the club. Aurora, Corin, and I, and Ponway, all, all, and Maywin all agreed. Corin's vision was about him and about his time and his moment. And we were trying desperately to prevent that. After Rin left, his visions became more concrete, became more specific. We realized it was not about Rin at all. It was something else further in the future. Maybe Rin started the ball rolling, knowing what would eventually happen, but I don't know. It, it appears there are many mirrored images between then and now. Because my counsel to you would be to do the very thing that we attempted to do. Bring Behelet here and defeat her on your terms. Fuck you. Not fucking killing Charity, you asshole. Then uh, create another vessel. I, I don't... I don't care if it's charity. I, there, Behelet will come into this world, and charity will probably be that vessel either way. Unless there's another way around it. But for that, you would need the very book that we used. Well, where can we get that book? Oh, shit. I know where we get that book. What? What did you say, Lena? I said, oh shit, I know where we can get that book. You do? Have a pretty good guess based on the notes we were reading today. Mm. Charity's going to sort of be thinking about something for a second. She wants me. It would appear so, yes. You made a clone of Corin. You made Vimeris. But Vimeris became more. He was not merely a copy of Corin. Elrora's notes to us suggested that she came to believe it was the other way around. That, that it was she and Corin almost who existed because Vimeris was necessary. Not Vimeris was necessary to continue Corin's prophecy. Yes, we were so foolish to think that everything was about us, when it appears everything was about you. So you discovered a means, though, of cloning Corin. Aye. I'm afraid I might know the answer to this, but would there be any significance if agents of Behelet had drained me of a significant amount of my blood? Um, 
do you want the good news or the bad news? <laughs> the good news. The good news is you have a path forward. That doesn't involve killing Charity, right? Perhaps. Involves killing my clone, doesn't it? The bad news is blood was certainly a part of the ritual. Could you maybe <clears throat> go over the, the, the quick shopping list for that ritual? Uh, about that. Fucking waterfall, right? Yeah, that would be forbidden knowledge. Son of a bitch. I can tell you this. We left the book with someone very dear who we knew could keep it safe. Um, who? There is a tribe of Goliaths in the Bovalian Mountains. <laughs> who had promised... Oh, hey, that's where I'm from! ...to keep this safe. They are the ones who would know the whereabouts of this tome. Which tribe? I am sorry I have completely left that information in the waters of those falls. You left which tribe in the waters of the falls? Makes sense. He didn't want someone to get him and torture him and get the location and then track people down. I think that... <clears throat> Snowstorm Mountain? Jesus Christ, we've been traveling together for over a year. It's Snowbringer Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> My dear sister, think about our lives. If this tome connected to the fate of the world and this entire thing was left with a tribe in the Bovalian Mountains. Yeah. Which one do you think it is? I don't know. There's a lot. Like, there's quite a few tribes in the Bovalian Mountains, and I have, I know all there of were, them. There were, yeah. But I know some of them better. Yeah, there were definitely quite a few tribes, and they were all unified fairly recently under one leader. Yeah. Yeah, they were all fairly recently unified after under Dawn Protector. Thank you, voice in my head. Um, <laughs> so I guess there's just one tribe now, right? And your mother, yeah. And I was going to say it was your mother, wasn't it? Yeah, that unified right. them. Charity's going to slow blink. I think the point that I was making is we know where we have to visit next. Um. Yeah, and we were definitely probably going to do that because, you know, my sister's in danger and I guess I care about that. Plus, maybe Dawn Protector's not bad at me anymore. That'd be nice. But also, if she is still mad at me, I don't know. Yeah. But it's okay. Little pop quiz for just all of us collectively, just so that we all know we're on track. What book are we traveling to the tribe of Goliaths to find? Is it A, The Brief History of Federa, Volume 3, B, <laughs> Doom Lilies Part 2, Electric Doomaloo, Three, the process avatarana or four uh, the giver 
first Those one that came to mind. Those all sound like real books. The one that doesn't sound like you just made it up. I'm gonna go with the Brief History of Federo, Volume Two. Volume Three was the was the option. To be fair, Doom Lily's Two Electric Doomaloo does sound like a page turner, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we're going to look for the Process Avatarana. Gotcha. Yeah, I knew that. And at that, why don't we take a break? At that, Get something... will. Charity will tussle Burbage's hair. Oh, <laughs> thanks for the tussle, Charity. Did you notice it's kind of dark in here? We've got all these answers, but it's kind of dark. We've got all these answers in the dark. Are uh, uh, you having a stroke? <laughs> Charity's, Charity's going to blink and look around. I literally never notice if it's dark. It makes Guys. no difference to me. It's an in-world joke, all right. We, we, in addition to the phrase, perhaps it's nothing that we heard over and over again. We Please also heard riddles in, the, <laughs> riddles in the dark, whispers in the dark, all that fun stuff. Anyway, answers in the dark. Should I be no. whispering? No. All right, no. Andy, let's do the break. <laughs> Sounds good. Everyone, get something to drink. Go to the bathroom. Uh, contemplate on these deep truths and come back. Rest. And come- and and. Go on. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Um, this has been a, a wildly expositional episode. We probably, we almost definitely will be releasing, like, we'll be publishing, like, a, a summary and, like, documents and all the, like, the Roll20 handouts that we got. Yeah. And, like, we w- we're going to make a document like that that'll kind of help people track along with everything that we were just trying to muddy our way through. So um, that's just kind of a promise that we will keep definitely <laughs> hundo hundo so uh, yeah so so we're going to step away take a brief break we encourage you all to do the same and then you can come back in just a few minutes and watch helpful goat the only group that manages to get lost in the weeds going to break <laughs> <laughs> see you in a minute everybody <laughs> this has been goats and dragons presented by helpful goat gaming for more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.